things. No, Ashley just forgot immediately. About not using the tape? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm sorry. <sighs> On that note, uh, welcome everybody. Hello. This hey. is the, the Fuck, Hunt, Kill podcast. The podcast where we talk about the microphone. <laughs> so that's our spin-off That's podcast. the other podcast. That's our spin-off podcast. Um, we have a third podcast. It's called Detective Train. Abby tries to pretend it doesn't exist, but it's a real thing. <laughs> Detective Train. Stop telling them about it. There's a murder on the train. Nobody ever thought of that. Completely original idea. I've decided I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we start our, our fifth episode. Um, yeah. Is there a fifth episode? This is our fifth episode. Oh no, this is our... Actually, no, sorry. This is our seventh episode. Sixth or seventh episode. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, this is sorry. chronologically our seventh episode. I mean, we're definitely recording we're them recording in order. We're recording them in order. No, yeah. it's 100%. Yeah, which is... No problem. Crazy. Why wouldn't we? What a ridiculous thing Yeah, exactly. You idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you even listening to this? No, I'm sorry. You should be listening. This is yeah, great. Thank listen. you. Thank please you for being here. Please donate to our Patreon. Um, um, it's just my bank account. My IBAN is... AIB. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is a horror podcast. That that yeah. bit was true. It's it a is horror a horror podcast. podcast. It's a horrible podcast. Horrible podcast about horrible films. With horrible people. Uh, Hi, I'm Abby. And I am Machi. <laughs> and it's called Fuck, Can't Kill because that's a game we play at the end of the podcast. We made it up. That's our... Should we trademark it? How do we 100%. do that? 100%. You How have to go... Uh, it depends. In different countries, like, you get trademarks or country-based, so you have to mm. go... I don't know how it works in Ireland. We asked Kylie Jenner. She she loves trademarking things. Fuck, sure. I don't even think I can say your name. I don't Bleep even... that out, editor. Hey, editor. Bleep that out. It was the editor writing something down. <laughs> like, I just gave him a little while. The editor is me. That's the bit. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we do bits on this show. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, but it's great we're doing bits because we're talking about a very uh, cheerful film this today. This is the happiest film I've ever seen in my life. The what? The happiest film I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, it's a, it's a joyful experience. Uh -huh. We've watched uh, one film in this room too. Did we watch School of Rock in this room? Yeah, I think In we this did. room? Yeah, I think we did. Right now we're in our office and uh, we are in the games room. Yeah. Uh, nobody plays games. No. We did watch uh, School of Rock here and we also watched Burning okay. here. Mm -hmm. Burning, great film. Excellent film. I fell asleep. Yes. I was sleepy. Uh, Didn't yes. fall asleep for Scooter Rock, though. No, it's hard to fall asleep during Scooter Rock. I used to Rock. fall asleep to Scooter Rock. I used it as a coping mechanism. Oh, it was just like a, your comfort it. film. Yeah, yeah, played it. That's pretty good. On my television. But uh, Jack Black is in it, and his sexual energy, I think, makes it hard for you to fall asleep watching it. That's what I, I would imagine. I fuck him. He's my fuck for the episode. He's... I know this episode's not about him, but this, he's my fuck for the episode. He's not an audition. You can't fuck Jack Black. Why not? He's married and has kids. Well, then she's, she'll be my kill. Ah. Yeah, I'll kill his wife. Good one. Please, that wasn't a threat, Jack Black, but do fuck me, please. So, well, we'll <laughs> get back to that at the end of the episode. <laughs> but uh, sure, Jack Black, get in, get in touch. Uh, audition. It's a, it's a film that has nothing to do with Jack Black. It's a Japanese film. That's why I didn't like it. Yes. I oh, Jack Black. no, no Jack Black. Uh, film from 1999 by Takashi Miike. One of the, I think, seven films he directed that year. That's too many. Like, that guy has around 100 films in his portfolio right now. He directs so many films all the time. That's too many. He's a machine. Mm. Movie-making machine. And uh, my, the DVD I have of this had, uh, had a little intro from him talking about this film before it started. And he's very sweet. And he just kept talking about how he's very nervous and doesn't know what to say. Aw. Nice man. Um, 
But anyways, Abby, you did not enjoy audition. Um, no, I think I, I really don't know. This film, um, it was long. It's, it's two hours long. It's long, but also I feel like this is what I think I don't like about Japanese horror films is yes. that they there's so little action until like the last quarter. Yes. And I need a, I need to be kept a bit interested. Like it's kind of like the first three quarters of the film are just a drama, and yes. then the last quarter is a horror. And it's like okay, but I signed up for a horror. Kind of. Takashi. I mean, the film. It's not like the film like kind of drops you in, or maybe this was the second time I've seen audition. The first time I think is always kind of a little bit, you know, shocking. Uh-huh. It's that kind of film. But the second time I was watching it, and it, it's not really like that. The film starts giving you hints pretty early on. Actually, you yeah. just like are not fully aware, and it's not like full on action. It's just like oh, she's sitting in the room with the bag and stuff like that. So there are like signals that it's gonna go that way. Yeah. You just don't pay maybe as much attention to it as, mm-hmm. as you would if you know what's happening. Tell the audience about it. The audience? The listeners? The listeners. The <laughs> Tell audience. the listeners about it. So, um, about what? The about film? the film? Give oh, them yeah, the, the premise. Plot. So, Audition is a film. Uh, it basically starts off as a drama. Also, oh yeah, we're going to do spoilers for this. And if you're in any way interested, this is a very spoilery film, I think. You know? I mean, all of our podcasts... Contain spoilers. Yes. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, this is kind of one of those films with a quote-unquote twist. Twist? Twist. Twist. It has a twist. It's not even really a twist, because it's, you know it's going to happen, yeah. kind of. Well, yeah, but it's a... But you don't know the extent of it, Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's the extremity of what happens yeah. that kind of makes it work. So if you have any interest, just watch it first and then come back. We'll wait. We'll announce it. I now announce it. I now announce... Um, the weekend before we post an episode, which yeah. is every Wednesday. But if you haven't watched it, then we'll wait now. Go on. Are you putting it in the DVD player yet? It's on Shudder. It's on Shudder. Yeah, you can watch yeah. on Shudder. Go to Shudder. Enjoy it. It's S-H-U-D-D-E-R. I'm going to have some cheese Shutter. meat. Yeah, I'm going to drink some sparkling water <laughs> while, while you watch it. How was that? It was great. Did you enjoy it? Uh, you asked me the listeners. listeners. No, no, not about, so. my, not about my ASMR, what about the... Um, oh, the film. About the film, how yeah, they yeah. enjoyed it, because they've yeah. watched it now. I hope you enjoyed it. I used to do that in college, where if we had a film that was assigned and it was on YouTube, yeah. which often happened with like older films, uh, but if I didn't have time or uh, patience to watch the film, mm-hmm. and it was like, especially with sign-up films, because really the timing doesn't... Well, it kind of does matter. But I would like... On YouTube, there's a setting where you can make the speed faster, so I yes. would double the speed. Oh no, that's terrible! <laughs> and I would terrible. watch the film in like a half an hour instead of an hour. Did you hear about this thing? Netflix wants to do it, and they want to implement this into the mm-hmm. Netflix player. And I was like, "What?" I mean, I, I like would it. use it for the times where I'm watching a film because I, but I don't really do that anymore. You Except don't for do the it. podcast. Mm. I would, would I, I would just not watch the film. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it makes sense. No, I am very opposed to this and watching I mean, this, films fast forward. This was when I used to have to watch like three films a week. And also, and also read. I still and watch also film. do a second degree at the same but time. I also studied film studies. Yeah, I but I did. It was two, like pretty much two degrees at once, kind of. I had mm. to also read a play for the week. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Also, you were very busy. Yeah. Also, mm. I had to, you know, drink alcohol and stuff. Mm. Party. You're a party girl. Yeah, a little bit, not really. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the diffuser might have worked because it smells nice, right? I can smell anything. I'm still sick, guys. Yeah. Uh, 
fellow dear listeners. Well, again, that was a whole two episodes ago. That was so long ago, and I'm still dying. He's still sick. Oh my god. I'm thinking of um, euthanasia. You know what? The lore of Fuck, Hunt, Kill is getting more and more complicated. I'm sure there's going to be Stay soon a wiki, a wiki page <laughs> listing. Like, what's, what's going on in our lives? Yeah. What we time? should make a wiki page. I don't think there's anything stopping anyone ever making a wiki page. Well, I, Or like a wiki, like footcontkill.wikia.com.net. Yeah, like a, you know, like a lore, uh, whatever. Audition. <laughs> I think that was enough of bits. Yeah. For, for the moment, there was enough bits. No, this is a serious film podcast. It's a serious film Film podcast about a serious film. Our co-workers can probably hear us. Uh, if they well, can, shout out to you guys. I'm sure they're working hard, doing whatever. Uh, audition. It's a, it's a film. It starts off uh, at a very sad moment. Uh, we see a guy, our main character. I'm going to fuck up all the names in this film. And I'm sorry in advance for all the fuck-ups. I'll find the names. His name is... Uh, his name is... Uh, Shigeharu? Ayoama. I think they call him Ayoama. Uh, that's th- their surname. That's another thing about Japanese names. Like, you know, we say Takashi Mika, but in Japan, they would say... In Japan, in Japan they would Japan. say... Japan. <laughs> uh, they would say uh, Mika Takashi. They, they do it the other way around for some reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah, uh, I think his name is is Shigeharu. So Shigeharu is our main character, and we meet him at a time where his uh, wife dies. But it's a crazy way to start this film, by the way. <laughs> it starts off with a little boy who's uh, uh, Shigeharu's son. Uh, comes up and he's got a nice gift for his mom. His name is Shigehiko. Oh. It's, it's, oh That's the same start. Mm. So he comes up with the, the gift he has for his mom. And he walks up to the hospital room. And it turns out that his mom is dead. Yeah. Uh, died of uh, some death. illness never disclosed. Probably the illness you have right now. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. The lore is getting very convoluted <laughs> if we start introducing the films into it. Um, yeah, it's a very uh, sad start. The mm-hmm. music is like full-on melodrama. But like very 90s melodrama. It's 90s, very specific. Yeah, like late 90s kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and it kind of starts on this note, very somber note. And then we fast forward and uh, uh, the, the father and the son have a pretty regular life. They're living together in a nice house. They have a little doggy. Seems to be going well. But the son just kind of asks him, hey, why don't you marry again? I think it's been like... He doesn't even ask him. He's like, you should get married. Yeah, he. it's a And this revealed to me something about Japan. Yeah. That I guess they do arrange marriages and also just treat marriage as a weird thing. Yes. There is one moment when they mention arranged marriages and somebody asks him if he wants to do an arranged marriage. Yeah, it's the other guy. He's like, do you want to do an arranged marriage? We... Never mind. Um, Yeah, no, it's... um, I mean, arranged marriages are cultural things in some places. I just didn't yeah. know it was a thing in Japan. But I, I guess... Know. I'm pretty sure it's not much of a thing anymore, but... I guess in the wrong? 90s. Anyway. So, yeah, continue. <clears throat> um, and uh, the husband, like the guy, the father, starts to wonder, maybe I should marry again. And the idea he has, because he works in films, and he's got a friend uh, whose name is... Another name. Um, let me see. Yashu... Yoshikawa. Y- Yasuhisha. That's his friend. That's his friend. I'm gonna cut out all this. His friend. Yasuhisa. Something like that. He's got a friend, and uh, his friend specializes in auditions, so he uh, does casting calls, I guess, for different roles in films. And he's like, let's just do an audition and we'll interview a bunch of young girls, and you can choose which one you want, and then you will marry her. Which is a perfectly regular thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that's normal. Uh, that's kind of that's the That's just setup. Tinder. 
hundred percent. That's why that's I think real this, life Tinder. I think that's why this film is interesting today because it feels a lot closer to what we have now. Like the audition is pretty similar to what you would get on Tinder. There's even a scene at the beginning where um, they choose they they get like a bunch of CVs in or like the yeah CVs I guess resumes uh-huh. of the girls and uh, the friend tells the main character oh be sure to read the, the bios. <laughs> The descriptions are <laughs> They've like, all written essays yeah, about they, themselves. Yeah, they've written like they, essays. Because they do yeah. a call out on the radio. Yeah. That's like, do you want to be the next Angelina Jolie, Julia Roberts, or something like that? Yeah. And it's like, you could be a star. Um, but yeah, so they do a call out for the next big star, female yes. star. Um, and I guess for some reason they tell them to write an essay. And the guy, um, we'll call him the, the, the casting director. Yeah. Um, and I guess that the main character is like a screenwriter. I think something. so. It's, uh, they it's don't not really clear. Go, yeah, they don't go something into detail is. because uh, it's not But it's not like, important. this is your script. So yeah. I think he's maybe a screenwriter. Um, yeah. So the casting director, he basically says that, like, you don't want someone who's, like, happy. Yeah. You want them to be sad. Either that or he... No, he wants... I think it's like, he doesn't want... So for the movie, they want someone who's sad. Because you can only be a good actor if you are... Um, if you have, like, sadness in you. Yeah. You can't play, like, the depth of emotion, which is, like, true. Um, I get it, yeah. But, and so he's, I think, suggesting to not pick one of them. It's like, whoever gets the main role won't be the person you want to be your wife. Yeah. But if this is a good vehicle to find your wife. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, it's like, it sets it all up. And a lot of the first, like, maybe half an hour is just building that situation. And it very much focuses on um, creating, like, an environment. It's very important that it's in Japan, I guess. They keep talking about how Japan is a country of lonely people and how it's hard to get a country about that. Yeah, that's why it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Because they have, we. It's like their um, their ideas around intimacy and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they wouldn't like say I love you really. I think ever maybe. They don't like kiss in public. They don't say I love you in public. Anything like that. I read this thing. uh, I don't remember where where I read it, but I I read this thing that people like the young people in Japan just. stop being interested in sex or like the levels of people who are not just not interested in sex in general or like sex with other human beings just it's just yeah very high yeah it's just a very high level and that people are losing interest in just establishing a real connection yeah and i think this film you know it's it's a bit earlier it's like 20 years ago but still it's got that kind of vibe of those those people don't kind of know how to be intimate with each other or like the way they think about it is very pragmatic it's kind of like the um they've gone so far with like the sex industry yeah in terms of like i think like in japan they've still got like um those bars you go to and like pick a woman like a brothel bar thing um and they've still got you know they've got lots of porn yeah they love porn censored porn um and then they've got like wild sex toys and sex dolls and it's just like a thing you can buy underwear that's dirty and a vending machine they've got just like a very extreme sex um culture i guess it's just a very different i think approach to it it's like detached i think it it feels underwear but don't get with the woman and take her underwear yeah i think it is a bit detached but also i think that we feel is attached because japan is you know a different cultural uh, uh, background you know it's so different in terms of they don't have that whole christian thing so fucks us all up yeah, I mean, the way we think about sex is still, I think, very influenced by that kind of shame thing. That, I that never think about sex, because if I do, I'll go to hell. Exactly. See? That's what I'm talking about. 
and uh, <laughs> and I can't think about sex because I'm a man, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's fine for you too. And Jesus just gives me a high five on the way <laughs> to heaven. <laughs> and that's how erections happen. Yay! Kids, welcome to Sex Ed with the Fuck Can't Kill podcast. We're glad you're here. Lesson one. How does an erection happen, Jesus? Do vampires get erections? And how did Edward come in his pants in the biology class? Episode. Discuss! <laughs> Refer to your worksheet, please. It's just a big picture of a dick that I drew before the class. Listen, that's an assignment sometimes. You can draw a dick in biology. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so anyways, um, they do the audition. <laughs> like the the also like the way they set it up is like it's for women who are I think twenty to thirty five. My nose say yeah, you know it's just like that's it's very tindery in yeah. terms a of a lot like, of them yeah. have done porn yeah, um, prostitution. This is a great scene. This scene kind of yeah. When we get to the audition, yeah. For some reason, the audition scene kind of reminded me of um, Love Actually. I don't know why. You mean the porn scene in Love Actually? Like maybe that's what I was linking it back to, and I was like, "This is the bit. This is the bit before what we see in Love Actually." Yeah, uh, that's well. That's an interesting take. Um, I, I did not think of it, but I have a lot I, of interest. That makes sense. Makes um, sense. So there's a scene. Um, the casting director is on the phone to the screenwriter, and the screenwriter is looking through all the resumes, and he says, "It's as hard as choosing my first car." So they're like itemizing women. Yeah, and the, like the first thing that I think the response to this is like, how is that similar? <laughs> I think that's what the casting director is like. What? What's wrong with you? And that's the first establishment of because you, you get introduced to the casting director and he's like, oh, he he helps him do this immoral thing. He's probably an asshole. But then it turns out the casting director is the voice of reason for the rest of this film. He's like oh, yeah. the only person, like no, but no, one of many people, I guess, uh, apart from the main character in this film who has some perspective on this situation. And he's like, listen, this is not a perfect thing. You know, just let's look at some women. We'll get you in the right direction, but maybe don't commit too much, you know. It's... Yeah, I think it's like there's somewhere in between the two of them is like a good man. Because as in, in yeah. the sense of like the casting director is a bit of a scumbag, but yes. he's got logic. Yeah. And the screenwriter is quite a nice man, but he doesn't really have any logic. Yeah. Also, or sense. But he's like, a nice man. He is nice on the surface, I think. That's kind of how you see him. He's, I mean, yeah, I think the thing is, is he kind of, he's not fully into the idea. Yes. Like, you know, I think there's very much a thing of like, he sees one woman and for whatever reason, he feels drawn to her. Yeah. And it's not really like, she's not like the sexiest one. She's not the most beautiful one, really. Yeah. Um, she's not the most, she's really shy. It's just kind of like, oh, he's drawn to her. Yes. Um. So, I mean, it's it's still, in general, like a scumbaggy thing to do. Yes. But he is kind of okay. Yes, I, I think it, it gets more complicated as the film, yeah. film gets going. But sure, yeah, we, we kind of are on the side most of this mm-hmm. film because, yeah, he, he seems like a nice guy. He's got a nice relationship with his son. His he son's does, great. He doesn't seem, yeah, his son is great. He's a nice, he's a very nice guy, his son. His son um, loves dinosaurs. Yeah, he's a dinosaur guy. He's got his own uh, girlfriend. He sees he... a girl he thinks is pretty, and she's like, and he's like, I'll ask her over. Yeah, and she comes over. So something I never did. Ever. Sure, well, that's mean... just a sad moment in the podcast. I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> I'll put turn some. The but also, I feel like. But it is that thing of like, if someone walked up to me in the street and was like, hey, do you want to go out? I'd be like, no. 
It is kind of an awkward thing, but, I, but I've heard like <clears throat> stories of people of like my friends when I was in college who were doing it, and they like got a lot of dates out of it. Yeah, it's I also, know. I guess, a thing of if you are brave enough to do it, you probably do it a lot, and then. Yeah, I, a man once asked me for my number when I got off the bus. I remember that. And he was like, I like you. And I was like, you don't fucking know me. You see me on a bus every day. Um, so I hated that. But I think, you know, it's that thing of like, on the surface you like someone. And I guess that's really what this is all about. That's also what, like, Tinder and everything is Yeah, like. exactly. Tinder is exactly the same. But, like, I guess the difference is you are putting yourself out there or, like, a picture of you being mm-hmm. like, I am somewhat interested in something. Yeah. While on the street you can just, uh, yeah, just walking. Yeah, but I trust his son, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, his, his son seems to be fine. And, nice like, boy. He definitely has a lot more of a human connection, it seems, like, to the girl. Also, he's also logical in that way. He doesn't think of, like, this This is, like, the, uh, I don't know. He, he doesn't, like, commit to it and, uh, to like, he doesn't pretend, like, this is, like, the love of his life or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they're doing it. I think they're showing the kind of generational thing where it's, yeah. like, this generation probably is a bit maybe more comfortable with intimacy. Yeah. Or with them... Um, which is a nice thing, because you would like yeah. think that a film like this would be like, oh, the, the younger generation is even worse or something like that. Uh-huh. This film uh, takes, a thing, uh, I think it takes a few routes that are not as obvious as you would think. Like the father-son relationship is very good. Uh-huh. Like the young guy is kind of nice and he seems to be doing well and there's no problem there. Uh-huh. Like the problem is with the older generation and the problem yeah, is somewhere there. So, But the end of the scene where they're in a bar. Um, yes. I would love to be in a bar right now. I would love. Some, I would great. love some gyoza so much. I would love me uh, some alcohol. There was none upstairs. There was only non-alcoholic beer, which I don't. I think every time I've seen no. someone drink it, I'm like, you didn't know that that was non-alcoholic. Uh, non-alcoholic beer is the worst because it just makes you pee. Like it makes me pee all like Most all evening. Make you pee. Yeah, but like the, uh, for some reason, maybe it's because there's no alcohol in it, and I just I don't know. Keep thinking about it, but I just need to pee all the time. Mm. This is great. I'm like glad it. we talked about it. Yeah, it's great. Um, this is for our fourth Same spin-off the about alcohol. What, <laughs> what makes... That's the title. What makes, what makes matcha pee? <laughs> Any freaking way. Oh, um, so there's a scene where they're in a bar. And... Yes. That's it. That's a great so there's scene. a group of women and they're like younger. Yes. And they're like... They laugh. And then the... the um, casting director is like oh they're so horrible he says something along the lines of that yeah like you know the, the the whole gender thing comes into play pretty quickly and yeah it's, i think it's a scene where they're just like i don't know just talking having a good time yeah and they look at them like they're fucking i don't know and they kind of mention it's like the young women these days or whatever yeah. but at the same time it's like oh they're so loud and annoying but i will marry and fuck one yeah it has, she has to be young because otherwise i'm not interested uh, yeah, there's this whole thing about finding someone special and somebody who understands this and that. And the 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 before, right before the audition, we the main character already kind of chooses somebody because he reads this essay from a girl called Asami. That name I remember, mm-hmm. hard to forget. Um, and he because she and because she talks about sadness and like embracing sadness and how she had to give up her dancing and stuff like that and was kind of like living for death. He connects mm-hmm. with it. Because his wife died. Yeah, because his wife died. But also it all happens through, uh, it's a turn of fate. I just did a hair flick. Um, It's a turn of fate because he spills his water slash whiskey slash tea beverage. He spills his beverage on... He likes whiskey, so... Yeah, he likes whiskey. Sorry. He spills his beverage on that resume, so he, like, picks it up to, like, dry it. And then he's like, (gasps) it's her. Yeah. Uh, It's a pretty classic melodrama thing, and the film does a few 
melodramatic things mm-hmm. in the first half three quarters of it. Like the misdirection is great if you don't know anything about what you, what you're watching, and this is how people saw it at festivals, I guess. Did they? Yeah. So like, did they see it and they didn't know it was a horror film? Yeah. That's great. That is. I would love amazing. to. Machi, if you, it's really horrible that you did this because if I hadn't didn't know it was a horror film and just watched it, number one, probably wouldn't have finished it. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. But the twist is great. It's not a su- it was hugely a twist. It's a twist if you don't know it's a horror film. It's just like, yeah. But it's yeah. cool that they saw it without knowing it was a horror film. Definitely. I think that's why, this is the first film that the Kashimika does that kind of makes him like known around the world. Mm-hmm. He's already kind of established in Japan at this point. He makes like genre films and stuff like that. And he makes a lot of them. But this is the film that kind of, this is the year when he goes out and he, people see this and this is the one that like people remember. And this is like the Takashi Mika that, you know, because now it's like a pretty well-known name. People know who he is. Um, so this this is the film that kind of gets him there. Okay. And I can get why. Yeah, if you see it at a festival, you go see a Japanese film, you sit in and, you know, you sit there for two hours or you sit there for an hour and a half and you're like, this is kind of getting weird. It's getting freaking boring. And then the last half an hour happens and you're like, okay. Yeah. And then you uh, leave and you're like, uh... Never seeing a Japanese film again. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of people said. Um <laughs> What were we talking about? We were talking about something We were talking else. about a film called Audition. Oh, oh, that one. Mm. Mm-hmm. They do audition. They do. The girls. They do. So, the women. Yeah, I don't so know why he, I said that. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so he does have that connection with Asami even before he meets her. And then the whole audition, all the girls that come in, he's just kind of waiting for her mm-hmm. to come in. So he's kind of set, uh, set on her right from the start. The casting director asks a lot of questions about sex. Does? Indeed. He says, have you had loveless sex? This is to all the different people. Yeah. This is like, it's like a montage scene of the mm-hmm. interview or the auditions. Yes. It's a great scene. Um, but he's like, have you had loveless sex? Mm-hmm. Would you work in the sex industry? Would you do sex scenes? Which mm-hmm. in my notes looks like sex scones. What? Sex scones. What's a sex scone? Just saying. Um, so, but there's kind of, there's a lot of, in the... Um, Forget about it. In, <laughs> in this scene, there's a lot of, they talk about like porn and suicide. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lot of them have tried to commit suicide. A lot of them have like porn slash sex work experience. Yes. And all of this is in this kind of uh, dark room where those two men are just looking at them and smoking cigarettes and they mm-hmm. kind of don't care. I mean, it's not a dark room. It's a, like a dance studio. Well, they, they come in and, like, there's this shot. The first shot is an amazing shot from the audition scene where it kind of builds up to it. It's, mm. it's just a chair in the middle of the oh, shot. The and the blinds come down. It's amazing. True. It's Beautiful kind of it's closed in. It's like you're yeah. trapped here. Yeah, 100%. So Tommy it does have that feeling of, oh, it's a, kind of a scummy situation with some scummy people. And sure. they, yeah, it's very exploitative, I guess. It's that, that's how it's supposed to feel like. And it is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think most casting calls are, I guess, you yeah. know, to a degree... Yeah, they were like a few seconds short of sucking dick. Yeah. And then the film ends because the audition happens. <laughs> yeah. So that's, the film's over. Oh, I have a note here that says... The film's uh, over. <clears throat> I have a note here that says titties. Uh, <laughs> is this... <laughs> so sorry, this is, I, I, this is like, you know, a stream of consciousness. That's, that's mm-hmm. how I write them. Titties are always in the stream of consciousness. So they're, they're always there. Um, is this the first film that we watched for this podcast with nudity? <clears throat> is my question. No, Twilight has a lot of nudity. No, it's off screen. Um, it comes in his pants. I'm going to keep talking about it. <laughs> um, what have we watched? We've watched The Exorcist. There's no nudity in that. We've watched... There's nudity in Let the Right One In. Even if but it's like, CGI. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, do you mean like sexual nudity? Yeah. 
Well, this one just has like a little shot. Yeah. Not a lot. Mm. Anyway, it's not that important, but I guess not. It's the first nudity. Yeah, it's the first nudity. <clears throat> Great. Yeah, so... We've ventured into nudity. So, Asami... I'm gonna go right out of it. So, uh, <laughs> the end of the audition is Asami's like, I think, second to last, or like, I don't know, near, near the end of the list, and she walks in, and she's like all dressed in white. She's like this pure presence. Virgin. Yeah, very, yeah, very much like that. And, uh, you know, the, the way she's dressed, the way she looks. Her hair is amazing. Like, you know, I don't know if she's the, nice. the prettiest of the girls that are on the audition, but her she's hair not. is... I think that's the point. Yeah. Well, maybe. We don't really see many of their faces. She, uh, I think, gets a lot sexier by the end of the film, which is True. interesting. Well, but yeah. Uh, but anyways, so uh, she walks in and they have a conversation. This is the first time the father actually asks questions and he's kind of interested. And then the, the casting director is kind of surprised by that. He's like, well, I, I'm not feeling this. Right right away, he's like, he mm. sees her and he's like, I don't know about that. Yeah. He seems, he feels like there's something fishy going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's kind of how the audition ends, and Father is obviously only interested in Sami and tries to pursue that, uh, even though the casting director is like, don't do it, there's something fishy going on there. Yeah, he like looks, she says, like, she has this agent or whatever, Yeah. and he, the casting director is like, hey, I looked, and like, that person doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that like, don't add up. Don't add up, there's um, something, yeah, in, in the background there, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, there's also a, there's a creepy lady in the office oh yeah we should mention that we, and I don't really know what her purpose is um, I guess they had sex before yes and she is getting married well the thing is she's like I'm getting married and he's like okay and she's like uh, just, just like I wanted to know and he's like to who too and she's like oh you don't know him and he's like okay bye yeah it starts like, off oh, the, the, it starts off when you don't like you don't know what's going on with that lady. She she looks creepy. She kind of like yeah. follows him around, and you're like, well, what is that girl's deal? Yeah, she's kind of like you get the idea. She's like the secretary. Yeah, but then it turns out not. But that's later. Yeah, I re- actually really don't understand what happened there. Uh, well, that's because the film decides to explain everything that was going on before in a Lynchian dream sequence that lasts like twenty but minutes. Was that actually explaining it? Yeah, but I it, thought it was just a dream sequence. Sorry, I moved my leg. Uh, well, the, the dream sequence is the only explanation for what we have, so I would say it's, most of it is true, so although it's definitely from his point of view. I feel like I need to watch it again. But, yeah, definitely. Like, watching it for a second time really helps. That dream sequence is very long, by the way. It the really dream is. sequence was the best part. It's great, yeah. But, uh, like, the thing, that the way, like, yeah, it comes a lot later, but just to say that... Just like Edward. No, he comes very fast. <laughs> it's just one whiff. Just one whiff. It's just like, Ugh. yeah, it's done. Yeah. Need to go wash up. He's so embarrassed he doesn't go to school for the next two weeks or whatever. That's, I mean, if you just went to biology class and came in your pants, I think. Well, it depends on how well you hide it. I think he's pretty good at just running right away and just being like, oh, nothing yeah. happened. But I think there's one of those things where like you do something and you're like, I know I did it, and maybe no one else knows, but like I know. Yeah, yeah, and you feel... You feel shame. Uh, yeah, it does not feel good, I'll yeah. tell you that. You see the cleaner who cleaned up your desk, and they're like... How do you think this like, works? I know, what you would, I don't, I've never seen a semen. <laughs> we should see the lighthouse. Spoilers! Uh, Cut that out. Two semen. Disgusting. Oh. No, when you come in your pants, it's not like... You're, you're usually contained. Uh, a lot of the times, I would say, you can come in your pants, and you don't even see it on the pants. Because, like, most of it is going to go to your underwear. 
Well, if you're not wearing underwear. Then you're probably going to have a stain. But, like, it's not going to, like, I don't know, unless you've been, like, bottled up for, like, the last month and, like, you just kind of, you know, you have, like, lots of it. I don't think it's going to, like, start dripping or anything. Like, it's just going to be a stain. But... I hate this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to cut out all of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see if I think it's funny a week from now. A week? Yeah. Anyways. Um, we're talking about cum? Why? Um, you said it comes a bit later. Where was I in the notes? Um, uh, no, we were talking so about the... creepy lady. Yeah, the creepy lady. Which uh, is going to come later. And you, I, I think when I was watching the film first, I thought that was just like... Uh, another version of the Asami thing of like, oh, those those women are just kind of lingering and he kind of has this thing of, oh, everybody wants him, kind of, or yeah. he thinks that everybody wants him, mm. which I think is partially true, but like her role in the film is disclosed later on, uh, but she's there. So yeah, and then the, the uh, very large part of this film is just establishing the relationship between him and Asami, and that's mm -hmm. pretty much it. Yeah, you see her... Um waiting by the phone in like a pretty bare bones apartment there's like a sack well, that's the first time you see that something's wrong yeah because she looks super creepy she's like hunched over uh grudge style never yes. seen the grudge but i know it's grudge style yeah her hair is her there. hair is yeah. there right in um, the shot you just see a telephone in the middle of the floor. Yes, it's like an empty apartment, except that there's a telephone on the floor. And I know Japan do like minimal living, but this is like this minimal. This is a bit living. much, yeah. yeah. She sits on the floor opposite the telephone, looking at the telephone. And that's it. That's, that, that's what she does. And we yeah. are led to believe that that's what she was doing ever since the audition and some time has uh -huh. passed, probably. Oh my god, when you go on a date and he doesn't call you back. Exactly. Yeah, she's just afraid of being ghosted, but like... Waiting for a boy to reply yeah. me like. Yeah, so that's kind of creepy. But another creepy thing is that there's a, a sack right next uh -huh. to the telephone. And at one point, it says, big sack rolls over. And then it rolls over mm -hmm. and makes noise. And you're like, what was that? I'm like, hey, that's not what sacks are supposed to do. Yeah, what's, what's, what's in the sack? <laughs> what's that sack right there? And then just this wonderful shot when the telephone rings because he calls her and she smiles. Mm -hmm. And there's like this close-up where you don't see her eyes, just her mouth kind of smiling. Oh, it's so great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're like, hmm, something is wrong. <laughs> and it is. Something is very wrong. Very so the film wrong. doesn't try to, like, the film... Yeah, they're not, they're not trying to not, hide not it. Gonna mention this. Uh, they're not trying to hide it. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Like, the film is trying to get you into this sort of feeling of, oh, this is a melodrama, but it never tries to tell you, oh, Asami's fine. That's mm -hmm. not the twist. Yeah. And everybody knows from the beginning that something is wrong with her. You expect that. I mean, she's already she's already lied. Yeah. She makes up an excuse for the lie, but, you know, it's that thing of, like, mm, yeah. we don't trust you. And for good reason, you don't trust her. And mm -hmm. I think that's a great misdirection because it makes you think of like, oh, I have it figured out. Like, oh, she's something terrible is going to happen. She's just a bad person. Yeah. But you just like, uh, and then the misdirection is kind of somewhere else. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of how it goes. Uh, they go on a date, I think. They go on a series of dates. They go on a series of dates. It's There's kind a lot of like of a talking. montage again where they go on a date. Yeah. And he asks about her family and she says that they're not close but like they're fine and i don't know yeah she says a lot of ambiguous things she's like kind of like she makes this persona up of just being kind of sad yeah and emotional all the time 
and she just really wants to have that connection. She talks a lot about like, oh, I just want you to be with me. Like that's kind of what she's looking for. But she's also very polite. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also very much like submissive. He's yeah. like the one like she, you, as the film goes on, you, you see more and more that she makes it up. Like she kind of you know she gives him the control. Uh, like she gives him the illusion of control, but she's mm-hmm. actually always like doing stuff at the back. That's in fact what all women do. Uh, of course, because all women are terrifying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she kind of starts playing this game, and he loves it. He eats it up. He loves it so much. He just loves it because he likes to have that idea of like, oh, it's it's up to me. Yeah, you know? it's a it's a project. Yeah, it's like because it's bit. like if a woman is happy, then she'll be like, oh fuck, I deserve better than this guy. She leave. Well, she should. I mean, the guy is nice. It's just like. But I mean, it's still it's that thing of like young, beautiful woman, old man. I mean, he's not yeah. old, but he's like she's probably in terms of how they're. I don't know what age they actually are, but in terms of what age they're supposed to be, she's, she's probably like twenty five, twenty something, yeah, twenty something, and, and he's, he's like forties. Forty. Yeah, so you know. 40s. So yeah, pretty classic view of that, and then. Uh, yeah, and that's a good portion of this film. It's just them talking about stuff. And that's, uh, admittedly, I think that the hardest part to go through because it spent so long on this that you kind of start thinking of like, oh, is that it? Like, where, 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 where is it going? And then it starts to go to places when he starts to kind of question some of the things she said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he tries to find out about the dance school, about the casting director and that kind of stuff. But that's after he's gone, she's gone missing. Oh yeah, she goes missing. So she goes <laughs> I forgot about that part of the film. It's a See, big because... chunk where she goes missing. Yeah. <laughs> so they go on a little trip and he's like planning on proposing to her. He like says to the boy, the son. Yes. Sorry, my favorite. He says to the son that he's going to propose to her, and the son's like, sick, I'm going to go see this dinosaur. And then... Um, <laughs> he loves those dinosaurs. He loves dinosaurs. So I love him. I would I would die for him. No, I wouldn't. Um, he... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go on a trip. Yes. Um, Somewhere. And then she... You know, we're given the idea of, like, he's going to propose. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all these things we could do, and he's talking about what they could do, and she just, like, yeah. is like looking at him and turns off the lights and starts to strip and he's still talking about what they could go and do and it's like she's getting into bed yes she is ready for sex like what are you doing um and she strips and then she's like you have to look at me and he's like okay and then she like pulls up the um covers and shows there's like burns on her leg on the top of her thigh and um then it gets incredibly confusing and then yeah that's also the first scene where something changes in terms of the aesthetic because the mm-hmm. film looks very realistic, normal before, pretty normal color palette, quite white, uh, yeah, like a little bit like you know a Japanese drama kind of. Uh, it's it's a bit bleak, but mm-hmm. you kind of get like that's what it is. And then that bedroom scene is like full on blue, like blue everywhere. It's so blue, and you're like, what was going on? And what's going on is the film is gonna now change. Like the film is gonna mm-hmm. do a 180 and be like, we're gonna we're gonna do something else. So there's a very nice scene where they, where she goes to bed and yeah, and it's like, oh, they're going to have sex now, but it's like so close and so nice and like, you know, it's, it's a real connection. And then there's this weird shot where he starts uh, having sex with her and then rolls over and then she's not there. It's such a weird thing. It really confused me. I don't even know if it's one shot. 
but because it also comes in the time in the film where you're kind of being like at this point you're like you're like when's when's yeah when is when is something gonna happen so you're kind of like at this point of a little bit maybe sleepy if you you know have a day or whatever you're watching in the evening i'm trying to paint a picture for for the listeners you know <laughs> who have not seen audition well, I, well one of my notes before this happens is <laughs> this is literally the note before this part happens okay it says we are an hour in and nothing has happened true that is correct this is true and then my next note is on trip burns because she has burns on her leg correct yeah, yeah. um well the, the the sack happened. You saw the sack, so you can kind of be like... Oh. We know something's happening, but yeah. we're like waiting for an actual like yeah. action. Like, the sack rolling over isn't action. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, uh, then he rolls over, much like the sack, and uh, Asami's not there next to him in the bed. And he freaks out, and he's like, what happened? What is going on? And I think I... he blacks out. In my brain said that he blacked out. I wrote, did he black out? Because I feel like he blacked well, out. the chronology of the film starts being very complicated at this point. Uh, like, not at this point, because at this point you think that just like, oh, something weird happened, where is he now? But then we go back to the scene later on as well, and then it's kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to know what actually happened. Which is great, because it doesn't matter, actually. Yeah. That's Who cares what, about chronology? That does, that, that's not what this is. We do, about. because we're, we're recording our episodes. In yeah, and we, we want you to have the, a good experience. That's we, why every episode we did so far is very chronological <laughs> very and chronological. easy to follow. Uh-huh, and all the bits we did in the last one have carried over to this one for exactly. sure. If you fucking comment and say, like, I was confused about what you were talking about. You should have listened you more should intensively. Have it's all clear. Okay. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so anyways uh, so yeah, she's gone. this is the point where he where she's gone missing and he's like where'd she go yeah and he's also like what the fuck happened he gets yeah. a call and <laughs> it's also like confused. it's like your partner your like thingy left yes and he's like what exactly and it's, it starts to be weird and you're like okay it's gonna get going mm-hmm. and it kind of does but not in the way you think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it gets going into it's still very slow it's just weird now now it's weird slow. Now it's a series of scenes where he goes to different places to find stuff out, like all the stuff that was weird in her background. The first one is he goes to see the school. The ballet studio? Yeah, the okay. ballet studio is first. And he meets a very nice fellow. He's so nice. Uh, he's a guy in a wheelchair who is sitting in front of a piano. Mm-hmm. Playing the piano. Playing the piano. It's also like it's a... It's like an abandoned ballet studio. Yeah. Which like, again, Twilight. They're, <laughs> they're all, like, all horror. Well, it's goes back to Twilight. Really. It's not as nice as the one in Twilight. This That's one not. is like fucking dirty and he has to like. But he's still, there's someone living there, I guess. Well, Working not there? really. What's he doing? Well, I don't really think he lives there anymore. Who I think, like, the, the, the thing about it is, you later learn that this guy probably is dead. So, um, I'm so I don't think he sees him for real. Like, this whole section of the film, it starts to be, like, you know, people he sees and stuff he experiences don't really seem very real or are definitely on the margin of being dreamlike or somehow, you know, he's having an experience of some sort, learning something. Hallucinating. Yeah, and this is something, like, he thinks Mm -hmm. happens or thinks about. So he sees the guy in the wheelchair. What does the, what does he do at this at this point? The old man he just kind of he plays piano and then um, the script the screenwriter is like asks some questions and he's like do you know Sammy have you seen a Sammy or something like that yeah and the guy in the wheelchair like turns around like rolls over and he's like laughing he does a big laugh like 
creepy laugh. Yes. And then he's like, have you seen her? Have you heard her? And the man's like, what? And he's like, have you made love to her? And he's yeah. like... Um, awkward. Yeah, and it's just a bit awkward. <laughs> um, And then he like stands up and he's got, I guess, no feet or... He's got like... We, he's got no feet. Yeah, I That's think those are like thing. fake feet. He's got like prosthetic feet, yeah. but they're like very basic prosthetic feet like prosthetic yes. feet you probably would have gotten in like yeah the fifth the not the 50s like the 20s how dare you interrupt me the 20s, that yes. again. um but so he yeah so like he's got prosthetic legs and then it kind of then diverts into like flashback of that man and a sammy at ballet and it's like basically you know showing like he's the guy that burned her he has like i guess t- they're not twigs they're like yeah. pieces of metal maybe yeah and he like puts he has them in a fire burning and then he takes them and burns, burns her, her thigh. Yeah. Burns her thigh. When she's like a little child. Yeah, she's like twelve or whatever. She looks about eight. Yeah, maybe she's younger, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not nice. No, it's not nice. Not nice. She cry, scream. Yeah. The man's like, What's going on? And then And then he escapes. I think the guy our guy just runs away, right? Yeah, he just runs. Yeah. And then he goes to Yeah, so then that... no, then he drinks whiskey this is when he goes home he drinks we see no. someone going into the house yeah this is next no he before that happens he still goes to the, the bar um it's not really a bar is it it's a beef but is yeah, that it was supposed i thought to be that bar. was after a camera no i don't um, think so no. i think i just didn't because after he drinks the whiskey it's like the time where he yeah that's the dream sequence yeah. so yeah he goes to the bar that she said she worked at yes and um there's a guy there and he's like, hey, do you like know, like, something? he's like asking the guy's like, this has been closed for like a year. Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, what? But where's the owner? And he was like, oh, the owner was murdered. Murdered. Somebody was murdered in the apartment. The owner was murdered. Yeah. Not in the apartment. In, in the, the bar. And um, the, the guy's like, oh, like he's like, why, why did they get murdered? And he's like, I don't know. But what I do know is that there was um, a tongue and two fingers and an ear free from fingers. someone else. Yeah, free fingers. Like yeah. there was an extra few body parts. Yeah. And then it cuts straight to those body parts wiggling on the yeah, floor. Yeah, like tongue wiggling. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? And the guy's what like, what that? the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and scary. Mm-hmm. That scene is purple. Yeah. In color. The, the previous scene was orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of goes for different colors and kind of gives you an idea of that. Uh, okay, so that happens. And... Uh, and I think that's when he goes home and starts drinking some whiskey. So first we see someone like, it's like a first person, someone walking through the apartment, yeah. doing something with the whiskey. It's one of those fancy whiskey bottles that rich people have. So yeah, the, it's, something's done with the whiskey and then he comes home, pours a glass, has a drinky, because he's had a hard day. Yes. Um, and then, and he, there's a note, there's a voicemail. Voicemail, I think it's playing. a voicemail, yeah. Yeah, there's a voicemail playing. That's his son being like, that's his <laughs> His son being like, "Hey, um, there's a they found a new freaking fossil or something, some nerdy shit." Yeah. Uh, so I'm there looking at it. Um, uh, I'm gonna eat dinner or something along. Yeah. The then he's that. like, he's gonna go to that girl's place, I think. And they're uh, gonna bump. They're gonna do the do the deed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So, so the yeah. son is not there. That's kind of the point. Yeah, it's basically he's alone except for the doggy. Yeah, there's a nice little dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, he has a drink of whiskey, and he's like, hmm, what's going on? And then he collapses. Then we get right into it. Yeah. 
Then we have the dream sequence. It's very long. Mm-hmm. That's also explaining to you what's going, what was going on. And it's so weird. It's very confusing. Very confusing. It's very, like, yeah. Everything at once. But uh, we do find out who's in the sack in a wonderful scene. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, I'm not sure what the exact... Uh, Sequence of events is, but there is really no sequence of yeah. events um, that we can discuss this in because well, it's all over the place. Exactly, it's all over the place. <laughs> That's just kind of how it is. It's like 10 15 minutes of pure, like, very Lynchian kind of weird yeah, shit. He kind of like he hallucinates that like all of the women in his life give him a blowjob, yes, like including they, they like can... his, his son's girlfriend, yeah, Asami, the, yeah. the lady from the office. Uh, it's like it's one blowjob, but the women change with each shot, kind of. At one point, the woman from the office is there and she's like. Covered in water? Yeah. It's lots For of some reason? That, yeah. I don't even remember. It's like, it's kind of like, I kind of see it, but I kind of don't. It's very yeah. dreamy. But uh, yeah, that's when you kind of learn that that girl from the office, they had sex like once before. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of why she was there and like, uh, because she wanted to kind of, for him to acknowledge it, I guess, because he just ignores it and pretends it doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, he fantasizes about the... Uh, the child and he's like oh no no but i don't know she's there you know mm-hmm. i don't know and then there's a wonderful sequence with uh, the man from the sack and no fingies uh the man from the sack comes out and he uh, doesn't have the the three fingers he doesn't have the ear and he doesn't have the tongue and he's got no feet uh yeah he also doesn't have feet and he or lives he's missing an ear did you say that already yes uh and he lives in the sack yeah <laughs> he's the sack man nice sack Sackman. It's a great. It's a, it's a, it's a jolly Mr. little fellow. Sackman. Bring me mm. a tongue. Bum, 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 bum. Perfect. Thank you. We'll use that for the feet. Like, I'll, I'll delete yeah, what yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah, delete your one. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Mine's that. much better and more professional. A lot better, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what happens is he goes out of the sack and just kind of, walk, like, like, you know, he doesn't walk. He just, like, kind of stumbles on the yeah. floor, makes some weird noises. Kind of like a caterpillar. Yeah, like a, like a sackman would. And uh, you know how a sackman moves. And Asami, what Asami I does, think pukes into a dog. Yeah, ball. Asami takes a dog ball, goes off frame, you know, because she's a lady, mm-hmm. pukes into the dog ball, and gives her puke to the sackman, and he eats it up joyfully. Gleefully. Loves it. He he eats it. Also, why does his why does her vomit look like that? What yeah, her vomit eating? is very. Uh, it's runny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like water. There's just the, or maybe she put some water into it. Maybe. But it's like... Let's not discuss the vomit in detail. It just didn't really look like vomit. It, it is looked, an amazing scene. It's a wild scene. Very confusing. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Uh, I think if the film didn't kind of, you know, make you at least f- feel like there's something very weird going on, then this scene is like, you have to be like... You have to it's pay attention. It's completely surreal. Yeah, it, it kind of yeah. demands your attention. Uh-huh. You kind of cannot ignore it because it's so weird and extreme and the guy really looks upsetting. Yeah, it also explains just how he's still alive. She, you know, she's keeping him alive. Yeah. As out of torture. Yes. Feeding him back. Yes. The life of Sackboy. Our fifth spin-off. Oh, they should do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Oh, my water's gone. Today, the sack is exceptionally dry. <laughs> I'm just sitting here and... Anyways, whatever. Sack man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's a scene where she 
decapitates the wheelchair guy. Oh yeah, that's also great. With her, she's got. He's there playing the piano. He or she has wire. She like wraps it around his neck, and she's like, "The wire clipped through bones so nicely," or something like that. Yes. And then she like twists it. And you can hear the sound. She goes like, yeah. both ways. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like a portable saw. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and she and chops she his head it. off. His she's... head falls on ground. Yes, she, she's having yeah, a great first, time. First, the uh, head falls on the piano, and then falls on ground. Obviously, yeah. uh, it's wonderful. Mm, she's having a great time. She's having, she loves it. Yeah, she she loves okay. doing it. She's very uh, yeah very into it. Anything else that happens in the dream sequence? Um, she. No, I think the next part is well. Then what also happens is. No, there's there's a break in the dream sequence, but no, we jump back into real life. Real life. We jump back into the regular thing. We jump back at some point, though. Where? To? Uh, jumps back. Doesn't he wake up and... He wakes up and then, oh, he, like, kind of relives all of their dates, I think. Yeah, there's and then also... one of the dates, like, Ryoko, his ex-wife, is there. And she's like, don't, not her. No, that's still the dream sequence because it's like... No, I know. It's very weird because this one is... Yeah, you're right. Because this is like the scenes we saw before but different. It's like yeah, some of the, the dialogue like, is the same. Yeah, different. Some of it is the same. Some of it is different. Yeah. There's one and then there's uh, one when they're in a restaurant they've been to before and uh, yeah, his wife and his, the younger version of his son are sitting right next to them and uh, the wife looks at Asami and she's like, not her, mm-hmm. anybody else, just not her, you know, yeah. don't do it. And he's like, okay. Yeah, it's a judgmental much. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where we jump back to. All I know is that at some point, she arrives at his house. Well, but then he actually wakes up. Yeah, and but I feel he like wakes he wakes up, up. She's there. Yeah, because she was the one we at saw the before trip. doing the. But they wake up like where they were at the trip. No, that that's later. I think he first wakes up. Oh on the floor. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. And yeah. that's when the film is like, here it is. Yeah. They've been like, hear what you've been waiting for. Uh, but you, you didn't know you were waiting for it, but this is it. But this is it, yeah. And he wakes up and... She kills the dog. Of course. Very sad. They show you the dead dog. They're like, we don't care about nothing. Yeah. We're showing you the dead it's dog. It's Japanese film, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and then she does some intense acupuncture on him. Well, that's to put it lightly. Like, first off, she gives him a... Um, an injection that paralyzes him. She explains it to him uh, because it's important uh, that he gets an injection that paralyzes him so he can't move but he still feels everything. Like more all intense. His, yeah, even more intensely. And what's going to happen now is she's going to inflict a lot of pain upon him because pain is the truth and it's the only truth and only by pain will he understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the way she goes about it is, first of all, she's dressed in like this weird kind of S&M weird outfit. Uh, it's not even S&M. It's, it's like she's wearing... She's kind of wearing what she always wears. It's like white. And then over it, she's got like a steampunk apron. Yeah, yeah. It's like leather. Yeah, that's maybe a better way to put it. Yeah, but it's uh, weirdly sexual in a way, but also yeah. very like uh, practical. It's clearly mm-hmm. like made to like hold all her different instruments that she's going to use to to torture him because the, yeah. pretty much the film turns into a, a torture porn thing right now. Yeah. But it's not, I feel like it's not too torture pointy because, I don't know, I feel like, in my mind, torture point is very different. And for context, just for anybody listeners who may not um, yeah. be huge torture, huge torture fans, <laughs> for you torture fans out there, um, no, for, for horror fans, or for non-horror fans, torture porn is not really porn, it more refers to a film, like the Saw 
um, films, for example, would be like torture porn, kind of, yeah. where it's like torture to to an extreme that maybe most people don't want to see on screen. Yeah, it's a, it's a fairly new subgenre that I think kind of started surfacing when yeah Saw. films like Saw and yeah. stuff like that started happening. Uh, uh, Hostel, 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 uh, Hostel by L. D. Roth is one big one. Uh, the Devil's Rejects has some torture porn, like you know, tor- like with every like subgenre. It's basically, like gore and violence. Yeah to the extreme like yeah. no kind of you know a lot of horror films there's still a lot of things they won't show they'll just allude to it or, you know it's like this happened yeah. but you don't have to watch it whereas this it's like you're gonna watch it and it's also like very torture related it's like somebody's yeah. like tied up somewhere and they're like doing something terrible to him like yeah. that's a very specific type of violence and like with every subgenre, like we talked about home invasion with people under the stairs and hush you know, it's not like those films were not there before. Just somebody thought of a name now and they were mm-hmm. like a bit more, you know. Exactly. It's because I think it's, yeah, Saw is like, there's so many of them yeah, yeah. at this stage where it's like, this is a whole thing. It just became like a pretty big thing. So people were like, oh, let's let's make a name. I think it's, um, it's yeah, I think it's more effective than like, usually I would apply to torture porn in the sense of that it's like, it's a segmented part of the film. It's not the yeah, whole film. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's less maybe... Somehow I find it like it's less gory. It's not gory at all. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. Like there's there is really, there's, there's a little blood, bit later. But there's on. not like guts or anything. Really. It's not that explicit. It's just very well shot. It's so more just like feels, it's showing you. Yeah. What's happening? It's just I think also because of the build up, it's very effective. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really like you know uh, this film made a lot of noise upon its release for being so shocking and stuff like that. But I think it's just because of the way it's made. Uh, if you watch it now. There's really not a lot of like that disturbing things you see, at least. Yeah. It's just upsetting because the thing is, yeah, she she just wants him to feel pain. So what she does is, yeah, she she does fucked up uh, acupuncture on him. Yeah, she talks about how um, she basically like points out the fact that the whole casting thing was horrible. Yeah. She's like, do you think that you can do this or whatever? Well, she thinks um, that he uh, calls up different girls from the audition and just has sex with them and then yeah, goes off. which isn't true. Which is not true. He would never do that. The other guy would. But uh, um, what's the difference, really? Well, exactly. He's still, he's complicit. Yeah. Um, but so he um, does that, then she does the acupuncture. She, like, puts loads of needles in his chest, like, deep in. She keeps saying, deeper, deeper, deeper. Kitty, 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 kitty. Is that what she's saying? Kitty, kitty, kitty. That was great. It's amazing when she says kitty, Yeah, she's saying it very, it's like what, it's like if you went to a doctor as a child and they're like, oh, I just have to... Just a little bit more, or like something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely very that. childish, kind of sweet. Yeah. And would she be excellent in an ASMR context if it wasn't Oof. that she was sticking uh, a needle into his body. Yeah, first she like does his like belly, and she yeah. does it in like and very painful I mean, it is acupuncture because she's like, this is a point in the stomach that's really painful. Like it's yeah. like she's picking specific parts. It's not yes. that she's just sticking them in needlessly. <laughs> Did you ever do acupuncture? Have you ever done? No, that? I kind of think I would like to. It's uh, I had some. It's kind of painful. Yeah, I think people different people. I think that different people have different reactions to it. I watched a video of people doing acupuncture, okay. getting acupuncture, and they all reacted super differently. One of them, I think, got it in his balls. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, but that's or maybe it's it wasn't his safe? balls. Um, well, I mean, they did it. He's still alive. I had I one in my foot, and that was terrible. Maybe it was in his foot, and it was supposed to be connected to his balls. I don't know. I find it really interesting. It is interesting. I think uh, I prefer just a massage. Yeah, yeah, I'd or say Reiki. go for that. A what? Reiki. A Reiki. Reiki. It's What's like that? the thing that's a really stupid concept, but I kind of just think I'd like it. What is that? Um, it's like Reiki. It's like a spiritual healing thing where they like put their hands over you and it's supposed to heal you. I just mm. think I would find it really comforting. 
Okay. I don't think I would. I don't think it would. I don't feel like it works for me anyway. But I just think it would be nice. Okay. Uh, I've never heard of it, so I don't have an opinion. Yeah. Let's keep it at that. So uh, <laughs> she does this thing. It's great. She oh, sits on so the good. needles, basically to push them further into him. Yeah. She, I mean, sit isn't correct. She just kind of moves up on him. Yeah, she's it's quite sexual. She puts the things yeah. in his stomach and then kind of like thrusts them upon him by moving uh-huh. like herself yeah. higher up. Exactly. And she's, then she goes for his eyes. <laughs> yeah. She's sitting on him cowgirl style. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, she starts taking the needles in his eyes. Um, Ouch. And yes. In his eyes, under his eyes also. But and it's it kind of like, yeah, you don't see them coming in, but it's like a point of view, so you kind of see them, the needles going and, yeah. and on the left and then on the right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he does not like it. No. He's in pain. Interestingly enough, he is not a fan. Uh, there's also the sound effects. <laughs> like, the sound effects of this film are pretty crazy. The yeah, sound she, effect. like, flicks the things. Yeah. Because that's when you learn that they're, like, metal. Yeah. Like strong metal. metal. They make a sound that metal makes yeah. when you... Yeah. Dang she, it. She says, uh, all words are lies, but pain doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. Which is true. True, which is true. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing is, the film tries to make the point that she's upset because she is jealous. Or like the way she thinks about the relationship she wants to be in is mm-hmm. that the person gives up uh, himself or herself completely for that relationship. Yeah, and he, she says something along the lines of like, you know, what about if your son comes home? Exactly. And he's like, don't touch him. And she's like, see... You do love someone else. I asked you to love only me. Exactly. All you do is lie. Which is yeah. like, true. Exactly, yeah. But it's Just like, it's so weird. Because it, it starts off and you're like, the guy's kind of scummy, I get it. And then it kind of, but but it doesn't really say the guy's not scummy. He still is kind of scummy, but mm-hmm. she's also kind of scary. The level of scummy he yeah. is isn't, um, I think, deserving of torture. <laughs> yeah, maybe he gets a we bit We all much. men deserve torture when, when it comes down to it. But um, yeah. maybe he's not a priority. Yeah, and I think somewhere during that... No, I think no. Then that's when she goes for the foot after that, right? Or is there um, something in the So, room? no. Yeah, so she cuts off his foot in the same way that she decapitated the guy in the wheelchair. <coughs> it's pretty great. And um, where he, she wraps her in the thing and she, like, saws. And she is having a great time. She loves the, taking the foot She's off, yeah. laughing. She's loving it. She's smiling. There's blood everywhere. And then she takes the foot and she throws it at the door. And this is when we it moves to, like, an outside perspective where... It's that thing of, like, she's just doing it. Like, she's going for it. It's, yeah. it. There's no, like, secrecy. There's no kind of concern, really. It's, like, shows the window or the door or whatever. It's clear. Yeah, it's very... Uh, if you're right on the street, you'd be able to see it. Yeah, it's very that detached kind of... Throws the of foot at the door. Yeah. Blood on the door. She's having a great time. She's having a great time. And I think around that time, he kind of has this moment where he goes, like, gets back to the dream, I guess. Yeah, so it shows, it basically, I think it's, I don't even know if it's that he's gone back to the dream, it's more that we're getting um, flashback context. Yes. So we see her... Um, oh, yeah, you we, might be right. I, didn't I am right, because it's in my notes. Oh. <laughs> um, so we see her back in, like, the dance studio, and the wheelchair guy is there, because earlier there's a bit where he's, like, the, the wheelchair guy says to Asami, he's like, dance for me, Asami. And that's when he has, like, the thing and he burns her. And you can see she's an adult then. Yes. Like, um, so it starts kind of, varying. Yeah. It's the same scene where she's a kid when it said she's an yeah. adult and he's burning her. And then it goes to when they're in the dance studio again. It's like a flashback. And he's there going at it on himself, touching himself. Yep. And um, she's dancing as, like, an eight-year-old. Yes. Uh, that happens. That is true. Mm-hmm. What I was thinking about is the time when he wakes up again in the bedroom where everything oh. is blue. I think that's after. 
So the son arrives home. Yeah. The son arrives home after okay. we see gotcha. the bit about the guy touching himself. The son arrives home. Great lad. You're right. Yeah. Um, and he like walks in and he's like, what's going on? Dad, I'm home. The things happened. And then the guy's like, oh, fuck. Can't do nothing because I'm in a lot of pain. Can't really talk. Also like, paralyzed, yeah. Yeah, he's also paralyzed. Yes. Um, and then um, Asami obviously is like, fuck. And like goes, gets, I guess, pepper spray. I don't know what that is. It's it not kind really... of just looks like hairspray. Yeah, what well, she kind of like uses it a little More bit. Like it's, water. Got, it's very misty. Yeah, it's, it's not. If it's pepper spray, it's gone off. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Yeah. But she gets that. She walks away. She's kind of hiding. And then the, the son just sees his dad lying on the ground with one foot. Yes. A bloodied leg with no foot attached. Um, and just loads of needles in him. And yes. he just looks quite in bits, really. And the, well, guy, the man yeah. like looks at him and then... She sees the sun kind of running around, like spraying, or the, not the sun, sorry, Asami running around. She comes up behind the sun, and I guess she raises her arm or something, yeah. and then it like cuts. And this is where my notes say, OMG, it was all a dream. Yes. Fuck's sake. That's what it makes you Because then it you makes you think yeah. that that was all a dream yes. after he, like, yeah. after they, um, I guess, had sex in the, at the trip. Yes. The trip. So then it comes to that scene, but that scene is very interesting actually. Mm-hmm. It makes you think that it's a dream, but like what actually happens in that scene is that he wakes up with her and then he's got the knowledge of what happens later, I guess, in that scene. It, well, it's kind of like he's had this fucked up dream and now he's yeah. like, well, I can't. And she's like talking about how he proposed yeah. and he's like, I, I can't marry this crazy yeah. bitch. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to have to do it, I guess. And it's, oh, it's scary. Mm-hmm. And also, but also, like the this is the film is about two minutes off being finished at this point. We're nearly finished. It's like three minutes yeah. off being finished, yeah. and they he, it's like all a dream. And I was sitting there like in my in first year English when I was twelve years, thirteen years of age. Something. Yes. One of the first lessons we learned was don't make it all be a dream. It was like when you're writing a short story, the ending cannot be that it was all a dream. That's a cop out. It's terrible. And they did it. But then they actually did it. But they didn't do it. I was proud of them because I was like, my English teacher won't be happy. Yeah, but it turns out that this is another vision thing. Mm-hmm. And we go back to the... We um, go back. Son's still in danger. Well, yeah. But... Yeah, I have, oh my god, it was all a dream, fuck's sake. Wait, it wasn't? And there's so many question marks. <laughs> <laughs> so you were very confused was, watching this yeah. film. Yeah. The structure of this film. Uh, the structure of this film definitely like is like nothing happens for a long time or like it's very patient and then everything kind of starts happening all at once and uh-huh. kind of bombards you with all this information and you kind of have to make something out of it. Pretty much. And, uh, and then she's like chasing him around the house with yeah. pepper spray or yeah. water. Yeah. Potentially just water. Potentially just water or some sort of misty thing. Uh, runs up uh, the sta- He runs up the stairs in his house slippers. Yes. Um, just J- Japan are not prepared for home intruders. Yes, no. You cannot run up the stairs in slippers. No. <coughs> Sorry. Um, how do you... Um, so yeah, it runs up the stairs and then she kind of chases after him. And what happens next, Mache? Uh, he kicks her. Yeah. And she falls down the stairs. Uh-huh. Well, then what happens? Uh, what happens after that? Her neck breaks. Oh, yeah. She's dead. We hear a big old snappy snap. Nice. But she's not quite dead. And they, again, it's that thing where we're seeing very gruesomely, like, her vocal cords moving as she breathes. Yeah, that was so weird. While her, or her trachea. I don't, yeah. I got a D in biology. I don't know how the body works. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, there's something. But, like it looks like there's. It was because it's her neck is broken. So yeah. that's like the bone. But then you can still see her breathing, and it just looks wonky because oh, it's terrible. broken. Yeah. Um. That's disgusting. And then she, yeah, it is. And then she starts. She's like lying there. Her and and um, script screenwriter ran are looking at each other and she starts reciting all the things she'd said yeah yeah and I said Asami starts reciting things she said to him and maybe other men so it's like this is the script she's had for all of these different men that she's like possibly yeah definitely or like I'm killed but also like she seems to be genuinely like into the relationship it's not like she like she enjoys the torture part, but I don't think the film tries to make a point that she's just there for the torture part. Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of does want that connection or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of that thing of, like, if it did actually, if she did, I don't know. It, it's not clear, and the film doesn't kind of give you an exact answer. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's what makes well. it kind of interesting. But to me, it's like, you know, both Asami and the father, they kind of approach the relationship from a... Uh, unhealthy perspective or like the way it's like they... look, we're both here on the ground yeah neither of us have benefited from this yeah exactly whereas this before was she tragic, was always yeah. winning i mean in some way they're, they're both losers losers of the situation yeah. but yeah. i think it's kind of it's almost a thing of like every other man maybe that she's done this to has been at like rock bottom has had no one that loved them yeah whereas for him it's like he wanted a new start in life but like his yeah. son loves me has a great relationship yeah and his son has come to the rescue Yes. So it's like both of them are fucked. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and it's a thing of, well, I've written down, we're all just exploiting others for our own benefit. True. And that's kind of how it feels to me. Yeah. And that feels like what this film is trying to be about. Sasami is also very exploitative of, of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And also the son, um, it's all his fault. He's the one that told his daddy to get married. True. Just all his fault. So at the end of the film, uh, they're looking at each other and they're talking, but then they both look at the son and they're like, what did you do? And the son looks at the camera and he's like, oh. And then the film Does ends. that happen? Yeah. Then it's the director's cut. You haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't seen the director's cut. And there's, there's a wah, wah, wah. Are and you the, joking? Yes. Foxy. <laughs> did you believe that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was confused. It's like that's the one bit they have in the director's club. <laughs> it makes it the sun looking straight at the camera mirror. I don't yeah. know. Why did I oh, do? Why did I do? <laughs> um, no, that does not happen. Okay, good. Um, but the song that the plays... The sun calls the police. The song yeah. that plays is great, but yeah, the sun calls the police and he's like... And the sun's such a great boy. He's, he's the... like, there's a... My dad's injured and also there's a woman... Yeah. My dad's got no feet. <laughs> yeah, because this guy's kind of confused, understandably. Yeah. He's like, what the frick? But he knows he has to call. His, his yeah. dad's like, call the police. And he calls the police and he's like, send an ambulance right away. His son's great. Yeah. What a great boy. Loves the dinosaurs. He Who doesn't? You know what I mean? Gets laid. A. <laughs> and that's the end of the film. And the film ends and we all go, what the fuck? And then I lie in my bed like, what am I do, supposed to do now? And what did you do? I did my bed and thinking about what I was supposed to do now. Mm. Did it make you feel unsettled to film? Uh, no, because I'm a weak bitch. Mm. Let me take that again, not yawning. Um, <laughs> no, because I'm not a weak bitch. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. I, I, I find the film very sad, more than um, anything. Yeah, it's like, I think it's not unsettling because there's kind of, I think I get more unsettled when there's no resolution to a film. Okay. Yeah. There was a resolution, like, kind as in, of, yeah. I, there was retribution coming. 
the son was okay, the doggy dead. But we didn't have a, we, we didn't have much of a relationship with the doggy, so it's fine. Yeah. Like we don't get to know him that much. We just see him. Um. But yeah, it didn't unsettle me too much. Mm-hmm. I um I don't know. I think it really helps watching it a second time, or at least I enjoyed it a lot more because um yeah all the stuff that kind of happens at the beginning, especially like the build up and all the things they say about Japan and, and gender and relationships, kind of comes into play later on. And, you know, I don't know, if you are single, mm-hmm. as I am, <laughs> this film could actually be kind of, you know, A kind cautionary of tale. No, it's nice. Yeah, it kind of makes you feel good. Be like, oh. <laughs> it's fine. That it's I it's fine. It. Look at what happens, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I listened to a podcast, um, a crime podcast, and it was talking about how someone got murdered by this guy that she didn't know, as in they were going out, they got married, yeah. but they didn't know each other since they, you know, knew each other as adults. And it's like, you shouldn't marry someone that you didn't know as a child because you don't know anything about their past. And this guy had, like, killed his mom when he was 10. Oh, okay. Um, How would she know that if they were both 10? Because they would have... Because they would have been, like... Oh, was the, it, like, a big thing? Or? Yeah, well, okay. it would have been... Did people know? There okay, would have been word on the street. You know, he, she would have known. Okay. It's like, don't go out with someone you didn't know um, when they were younger because you have no idea about their past. Oh, no. Well, like, no. I'm like, but... But I'm, I'm in a different country now. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Die. I will. Alone. Alone. That's what's going to happen. I won't. Maybe. Maybe. Sorry, we all I check my lipstick. Uh, for our listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, um, you won't die alone. Unless um, the apocalypse comes tomorrow. You never know. I hope he does it. Touch what? Very nice. Um, uh, okay. Uh Anything else you want to add to the film itself? No. Okay, then Abby, I have a question for you. Okay, what's the question? Uh, the film Audition. Okay, I watched it. Fuck, can't kill. For the film Audition? Yes. Okay. Um, I didn't think about this really, because there's so few characters. It's weirdly, even though the film is about sex, it's not very sexual. No, it's not. It's not even really about sex. I mean, yeah, it's more about relationships. Um, yeah, it is a little bit about sex. I would fuck the... I would fuck, I think, the casting director, maybe. No, okay. maybe the screenwriter. Hmm. There's not many, like, there's not really many characters that I, like, want to um, have sex with because they're not all very nice. That's true. Or they're, they're just, like, not really, I just don't want to have sex with them. I think, yeah. I guess the... No, I'll fuck the casting director because he has a bit of sense. Okay. And I could fuck him and be like, okay, bye. As opposed to okay. the number one screenwriter um, has a lot of trauma now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and often with that, you end up getting murdered. So yeah. I don't want to get murdered. Okay. Um, so just uh, casual so ca- sex with the casting director. Yeah. He's handsome. That's fair enough. He's um, all right, yeah. Yeah. And then, I think I know him from a different film. Maybe. Whatever. Um, and then... Haunt, I would haunt the, I would haunt the creepy lady. No, I would haunt, yeah, I would haunt the creepy lady. Yes. Uh, from the office. Because, like, why are you going? Um, okay. <laughs> because she's creepy. Um, just because she's, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think he just wanted casual sex. And she didn't, and they didn't communicate well about it. Yes. 
but she didn't just take take the the hint. Um, it's it's all the woman's fault. Yeah, it is. It always is. <laughs> I think more just like she just like was. Why was she there? Um, and then kill. I would kill the um, pedophile man. Oh yeah, the the, the guy man. in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Even though he's already enough. dead, I would kill him again. Okay. All right, that's fair enough. Yeah, just kill him. Yeah. Okay, Mache. Yes. Audition, the film we watched. I've seen it. It's Japanese. Yes. And in the film audition that we watched. Yes. That is Japanese. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Fuck can't kill. Okay. Um, we talked about that not not a lot of people in this film are, are very sexual. Mm-hmm. So I have to fuck Asami. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's a risk. Uh, I might lose my feet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like her hair. She has nice hair. And when she's wearing her uh, uh, steampunk outfit, I'm kind of into it. Mm. So uh, yeah, I think that's the sexiest she is. Yeah, because before... for the rest of the film, she's just a bit like too. It's like vestal version. She's yeah, too innocent. Yeah, before that, it's not really no. It doesn't work. But then when she puts that thing on, it's like okay. She's powerful. Yeah, and I'm she smiles. It. She like doesn't smile pretty much throughout. That's true. Yeah, she starts. This to, is like, her sincere smile. smile. Yeah, and this is like oh. It's like really good. nice to see her just like really happy. Yeah, it's nice. Time. I'm very happy. You know, it's it's not often you see a film where you know they they allow the the woman character to embrace herself and like enjoy it and exactly. not be judgmental about the actions that she uh, she wants to do. It's wonderful. Which is obviously the case here. Um, haunt. Um, I'm gonna haunt. I think I'm gonna haunt the casting director. Like I don't know. I think he's got a lot of blame on this as well. He does. Because uh, he set up the audition. He found the lady, and like the lady said the thing to him. So like you know, I just want him to see the face of the father. Or no, the face, the, the foot. Just like uh, see the foot. Like I'm gonna haunt him by by the foot. Like kind of just a like ghost foot. Mm. Uh, like flying around his room or whatever at night, he can't sleep, and the foot every once in a while kicks him in the head. Well, after Asami, after you fuck Asami, yeah, you can bring your decapitated oh, foot. Oh yeah, because she's gonna decapitate you inevitably. Probably, yeah. Bring that, haunt him with that. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Good idea. <laughs> and I would kill uh, Sackman, but that's oh, just out a of, mercy. Yeah, mercy. mercy kill? Out okay. Of mercy, yeah, because I, I, yeah, he just needs yeah, to die. Yeah, so Sackman is my kill for the episode. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Excellent. Audition. Um, I really like this film. I liked it more the yeah, same time. Yeah, I liked it. I feel like it is one of those things, like films like Fight Club. You kind of you watch it and you're like, oh, I need to watch it again. Yeah. To, like, kind of watch it all back. I feel like yeah. maybe I would watch this again. Should be like, what the fuck happened? But, like, I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed Fight Club the second time I watched it. Well, it's not as enjoyable of a film, no. I guess, as Fight Club, you know. I think it's just, it all comes down to the pace. Yeah, true. And this film's pace is definitely a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. It's not easy uh, to go through, and the material is not particularly easy either. No, it's tough. Uh, it's kind of fun when the torture comes in. It's not like devoid of fun. It is kind of fun because of the Kiri Kiri thing and like the whole like setup. It's kind of fun, but it's still like, you know, more on the gruesome side of things. It's still, yeah, yeah it's kind of. I think I enjoy than... any film where a woman is, gets to be the murderer. <laughs> Okay. I enjoy. I think it's inverted. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's quite common, but I think it's. I know it's like the. I don't know. Any uh, film where a woman gets revenge on mankind, I'm good with. Yeah, and I like this as well because it definitely kind of doesn't take sides. Like uh, 
both Asami and Defada are kind of assholes. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I guess you could make a case for both, both. you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I like that. And I, uh, that's actually the only Mika I've seen. Uh, he's got one other big film called Ichi the Killer. Is uh, he related to Hatsune Miku, the Vocaloid singer? Probably not. I don't, I don't know who that is. Well, she's a hologram, so... She does not. She doesn't exist. Oh, but I, I guess not. Because Takashi Mika exists. Maybe. He made a new film this year. Probably like two or three. Mika is an ingredient found in eyeshadow, um, that uh, it's made of crushed beetles, and it uh, gives a red pigment. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we say what we're watching next yeah. week? Next week, which is the week that is just about to happen. It's coming next week. Oh, Jesus, yes. Um, Exciting. Christmas has already happened. Oh, yeah, it's the new year. Happy, Happy new, new year, year everyone. Daddy. It's the new year. This is our new year episode. Yeah. Happy new year, everyone. I hope you enjoyed a full year of our podcast. That's why we chose such a festive and, and nice and easygoing film, so that you can start uh -huh. off your, your new year on a good note. Yeah, we could have watched... Fuck. We could have watched one of those apocalypse films about the new year. They exist, don't they? No. Oh, no. Am I making things I up? I think you're making it up. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's fine. I probably, uh, anyways, if... No, there is. There's the, one, there's the one with Emma Watson in it, isn't there? Is that a New Year's film? I've not seen that. I haven't either. Anyways. Anyways, uh, if you... What I want to say, it's just... I guess it's just after the new year. If, if you spend New Year's Eve alone, or you didn't have a New Year's uh, kiss, like me... Uh, hey, you probably. don't know. It I, hasn't happened yet. What do you mean? It happened, it, has, already. It, it happened already. It happened. already happened. And I'm going to take a bet and say it didn't happen. So <laughs> if you're like me and you didn't get a kiss on New Year's Eve, it's fine. Because if you did, you're probably going to end up with no feet. Exactly. And you need those to walk, motherfucker. And, yeah, and no tongue. So then you can't have a kiss anyway. Anyway. I yeah, hear yeah, there's yeah. tongues involved sometimes. In the wedding kissing? Uh-huh. No, that's, that's just a gossip. Oh. That's a disgusting thing to use your tongue. That's, yeah. For actually, anything. That's what I thought. But mm. I just, I fit, you know, word of mouth, literally. <laughs> okay. So next week. So next week, now that, now that it's 2020, just like our vision, only joking, you have fucked up eyeballs. True, I can't see. Yeah, my, my, my vision's also not perfect. <laughs> so we don't, neither is that. we established vision. that. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> Uh, so next week we are going to watch Mayhem, which is an American action comedy horror film directed by Joe Lynch from 2017. And and I think I already know who my fuck's gonna be, but let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Fuck Hot Kill. The, the podcast, podcast, which is a spin-off of Detective Train. <laughs> Detective Train. Please listen to our other shows. Detective Train. We are uh, a, we are a uh, um, good night. What are the other shows we have? Wait. <laughs> have this. We have uh, Fuck on Kill, Detective Train. Uh, fuck. What was. Oh, what, what, what makes me pee? What makes Mache pee? It's called What Makes, what makes Mache pee. pee. and. Uh, what Makes Mache pee chew? Um, about the Aztec uh, or the Mayan civilization. <laughs> I can't believe that that joke was just made. Bye, everybody. This is a new low for this show. <laughs> uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. We're all about new lows and... 
fake hose. Bye. <laughs> Should we add one more time just so I have more things to choose?